folks, we're here. The boys are back, and we're doing another episode of Loud About Nothing. Okay, okay, everyone chill. It is me. It is your boy, the hottest dude in the podcast game, that thotty boobody, okay? Sebi Chianti himself, Sebastian Canelli. all right? All right, all right, all right. Everyone, please, please calm down. He's here every freaking week, and oof. Is he looking good today? He's got his little tie-dye shirt on to show Gen Z that he's a cutie patootie, okay? He's my nephew, the cute boy himself, Robbie. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to appeal to Gen Z. <laughs> that's I know my, what you're doing, bro. You will got to tell me. What I'm doing. I, I see right through you, bro, okay? We got fucking fire today, Robbie. Fire, yeah. We have, we are Staten Island's massive podcast. Yeah, we the are simp. the simps. <laughs> we are the simps. So we had to bring on fucking Staten Island's finest. Okay, bro. You know him. He is a supervising producer for fucking 14 decades. 14 <laughs> decades so far on the Jokers, the Impractical Jokers. Okay. Give it up for Staten Island's own Casey Jost. It's so funny. I can't believe we're allowed to have this many people. This many people from Staten Island on a podcast. <laughs> I know. This is this is illegal. Who could ever think that we'll figure out how to do a computer, you know? No one thought that Staten Island people would ever get this far in life. It's beautiful. Legit like we're the cavemen of the boroughs. Oh, but you know what's interesting? Your dad's a computer teacher. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so this is but he's from Buffalo. He's originally from Buffalo, New York. I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't want to bring shame on your family. Casey. <laughs> <laughs> so you my dad, did my dad teach you? He did. Uh, you know what? I looked back before you were coming on because you've asked me this before and he did teach me. Wow. Because he I did. know you went to tech, but did you graduate tech? See, <laughs> people have to ask me if I graduated high school. I give them that vibe. Huh? You do, you do, because you like the way that I think when I when I first met you, you were like, "Yeah, man, I was a I was bad, I was a bad." I was like, I think I asked, like, "Did you know my dad?" And you were like, "I don't know, man, I was bad back then." You, you had this like, bad. you created your own bad boy image, but I guess it's true. I, but um. I did graduate. I, I, I did graduate. One of the only people from tech that didn't make National Honor Society. <laughs> was, everyone else had those stupid fucking white, you know, they have the white like uh, things that go over the robe and the two yellow uh, tassels. And then I'm walking across the stage and I got nothing. I just got a black robe on. And I brought shame to my whole family. No way. They were fine with it. Yeah, they were. They were. But I was I do remember I was embarrassed to take pictures with like my friends because I was like the only one who didn't make National Honor Society. Wow. I mean, that's that is that's odd. Everyone, everyone else in the class, it, it almost makes it seem like you're special. You know what I mean? Like you're the star belly snitch. <laughs> you're right. Maybe I, I was thinking of it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Everyone would probably was like, wow, Sebastian's so cool. We all followed followed along and did the homework. Sebastian right. did what he wanted. I was very much that too. I never did. I, I, I was really, I was a bad student and I never, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't like destructive or anything, you know, or, or, or I didn't break stuff, but I just didn't do the work. And I would, you know, just like, I was like a chatty Cathy. Of course. Same. And you went to all boy, you went to all boy school. Monsignor Farrell High School, all boy Catholic high school. Oh, wow. And yeah, treacherous. Yes. It was like, it was like a really, it was like a really fun prison. Would you was would you like pull pranks or was it just that you were goofing off in the back having fun? 
we'd pull like really minor pranks. They were pretty dumb. There would be stuff like we would get purposely get caught for writing a note and the note would say like, well, there's footprints on the ceiling. And when the teacher would look, the entire class would scream. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is that a prank? I, it was, it was almost just like an absurdist, like, uh, you know, sure. demonstration. Sure. It was just like a art piece. That's interesting because it is just like, I don't know as a teacher how I would react to that. I would just be like, okay, I guess that you all did this to me. Okay. It's she, was start, she was startled and like, we just like randomly throw certain kids out of class, even if they weren't the one who like orchestrated it. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pull pranks, but I would get in trouble a lot for uh, like one time a kid paid me money to take shrooms and go to a math class. <laughs> so like, like, fun I prank. Think, fun prank. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a fun prank, I guess. It sounds like a, it actually now sounds like a YouTube video. It sounds oh, like yeah. something a kid would like something like a, a Jake Paul would make a YouTube video. Yeah. Yes, but except he wanted everyone to know. And I literally wanted no one to know what was happening to me. You know, mm -hmm. I just sat there silently hoping no one would look at me. Our generation did have like this like sort of griminess that I think kids don't have now. And I think actually the generation before us was worse. But I remember mm -hmm. there was a kid at Farrell who had a duffel bag that he was, you know, like everyone used backpacks. And one day he had a uh -huh. duffel bag and I was like, what's your duffel bag? And he was like, beers. <laughs> he was drinking beers all day. Yeah. He'd be like, he'd, he'd be like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? And the teacher would be like, yeah. And he'd take his duffel bag to the bathroom and drink a beer and then come back. How funny, like that's crazy. It's also very shady that he just had a duffel bag and would bring it to the bathroom and come back oh. fucking tipsy. That's fun. We used to do Gatorade bottles full of like vodka and stuff in school. Wow. Yeah, I guess I, I, I think that people do that. I know that kids now do like jewels under their shirts. Right. So like, I yeah. guess it's a very funny image, like especially like at Farrell, we'd have these like sweaters and it would just go, it would probably just go through all the fibers, right? It's very yes. funny. <laughs> yes, especially, I can't imagine those uh, Catholic uniforms were made of like good material. Oh, no, no, it was pretty cheap. You know, my grandparents live next to Farrell. Did you know my grandparents live next to Farrell? Did, have I told you this? <laughs> I don't think you have. Were they on Tyson's? They, no, they were in those pink houses. Oh yes, I know those pink houses. Yes, my grandma, my grandma and grandpa lived in, in those pink houses. This is That's... really inside baseball over here. I mean, what do you expect from the only podcast with three Staten Islanders? <laughs> I wasn't Robbie, I, where did you I where my you parents and my grandparents are from Staten Island? I actually grew up across the outer bridge in Sayreville, but I would oh, spend Sayreville, like every Sunday. By Hunkabunka. By yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but so my, on the radio there would always be like a hunk of bunker in Sayreville, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's which how became I Starland Ballroom, which I think is still right. now Starland. But I've been there many times. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's where I, I was, went to my first concert, which was <laughs> Sammy Adams, <laughs> was like a rapper <laughs> from Boston who had like oh two God. years of fame. I don't even. I was like a senior in high school. Uh, yeah, it was strange. That's but funny, Sammy. Adams. My dad went I to Tottenville High School. Okay. In wow. that area. My cousins live like right over the outer bridge. Who'd yep. you see there? I me. I saw yeah. a tribe called Quest and yes. Rhyme wow. Fest opened. Rhyme Fest opened. Wow. And I think I think since it was like I think Buster Rhymes like showed up too. Oh, that's pretty, pretty cool. It was a pretty crazy concert. And it was, you know, it was it was like before it was I mean, it was probably over twelve years ago or something. It was great. And it's a small venue, so that's like a nice place to see that. Yeah, really I saw Wu Tang there a bunch of times. 
Wow. Yeah, which was That's cool. Good. Yeah, yeah. Same I, reason. I, yeah, same. I, I we were like right in front too, so mm-hmm. it was awesome. And I didn't realize how big Ghostface was till I saw him in person, and he yeah. is huge. And his, his security guards are smaller than him. It's like who's protecting who? It's funny because from show to show, Wu Tang concerts can be really bad. Like it depends on a who shows up, what the yes. mood they're in. Like they mm-hmm. they seem like very moody guys, and and also like what layout. RZA is orchestrating because there's some where everyone's just on stage the whole time, but then like guys are just sitting down. And then the last time I saw them, the guys would kind of come in and out, which was kind of nice. Like you don't, it's, it's better than you, than you think. They need their moments. They don't, I don't think they like being part of an ensemble anymore. Yeah. The best one I saw was it was uh, Ghostface and Raekwon did like a set. And then it was Blackout 2 came out, which was Method and Red. So they came out and they did a set, which was incredible concert because they each felt like superstars. Yeah. It feels like an award show. Yes. Yes. It feels like the Source Awards. A hundred percent. And but then I've also seen them as a group, which was horrible because they had ODB Sun rapping yes, most of I the songs. Too. You've seen ODB Sun. Of course I've seen. It. <laughs> I actually saw I think I saw two different concerts and one ODB Sun was like really going crazy. And another one you could tell they were all like, all right, hang back. <laughs> like he very much <laughs> stopped be, doing that, what he was doing. And I lo- and I love him for it. There was another one I saw once. I th- 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 It was the bad time I saw them where it was at Webster Hall, okay. which is crazy small venue to see Wu-Tang. And it was great. Yes. And it was, and Method Man was like literally this, just the star of the show. It was, I mean, it's always like that, but it was heightened because I think everyone else was like feeling real lazy and just like sitting down and Method Man was like giving the crowd everything. So it felt like just like a solo meth show, which was great. Yeah. Literally every white guy in attendance, which was the entire place, <laughs> loved it. We all loved it. <laughs> That's what people don't. Re- a lot of Wu Tang audience is predominantly like a white <laughs> it's audience. Just us from Staten Island, bro. It's just <laughs> yes. us. The other day, Sebastian goes, "I gotta get on this Wu Tang show," and I'm like, "Exactly. Who do you think you're gonna be playing on this Wu Tang show?" <laughs> He's it's like, true. "I don't care. Like- I'll just be somebody at a store." He's like, "I need to get a role on this show," and I'm like, "Uh." <laughs> That You'll only funny. be like a like a really bad cop. You'll only yeah, that's be like exactly a what really he said. crooked, a really like and a really crooked cop. Like a cop like so bad the other cops are like, oh my god, <laughs> yes, like, oh Jesus. So then I realized maybe I don't want to be on the show. You know, I don't think I want that to be my uh, role in the Wu Tang universe. Is to I'll be, take it. I'll do it. I'll you take would? It. I will take that role from you then. Interesting. You do you love where we're from or hate it? Uh I. I, I, you know, it's out, there's elements of it. You know, it's it's funny because it's a small town, and and I really do feel like the people who stay there kind of become townies. And it doesn't yes. matter where you're from; if you stay where you kind of grew up, and it's as like incestuous, or what's the word for it? Like it's as like um, like it's just such a small town that mm-hmm. you become this like townie, and you get blindsided. I think you need to leave, and even if you go back, it's okay. Yeah. I just think you need some perspective. And I think the more people just stay there. So I, I do dislike that element. I also hate like a lot of the, like the traffic, like that kind of stuff. But classic, classic. They've been doing construction on the on the expressway forever. Forever. It's always pretty bad. And it, there's just they, they build a new house every second of every day. So it's uh-huh. really congested. But 
like I, I like I lived in Stapleton after college, and I I just met some of like the, still to this day like some of the greatest artists I've ever met in my life, like you know. Uh, photographers and painters and musicians like there's this element of people who and some of them were from a lot of them were from Staten Island but a lot of people were kind of transplants that couldn't afford any other part of the city so they yeah. lived there and that's the those are the guy you know sometimes the best artists you know and yeah I guess my uh, we've we're from like different parts of Staten Island and so I'm from the South Shore which is much more cop Italian mm -hmm like uh, red states ish yeah. you know yeah. so i think that's probably why i hate it a lot more mm. um because i think it's a lot more of people being um like uh, uh italian ma machismos you know yeah. like running around flexing like who, how everyone's on creatine but nobody works out sort of situation <laughs> right. happening down here yeah um so i think that's why i don't like i never experienced like that like a fun artistic side of staten island yeah, I, and I had a lot. It's funny though, because I had a lot of friends that lived in Altingville and Huguenot, and yeah, you that's know, all where those, like South Shore. Yeah, yeah, but they also. Do you hear the way Casey said it with, with disdain? Altingville, yeah. <laughs> Huguenot. Even Casey had to put Huguenot. on an accent to say where I'm from. <laughs> but no, no. Well, my point is, like, they are all. There, some of them are some of my favorite musicians. Like, like the two people that I'm thinking of from, you know, uh, uh, New Springville and like, you uh -huh. know, all those areas. Like, are they they got out though. That's the thing. It's like that it's that it's that thing. Like you have to kind of leave, and and understand you know your potential or something or just it's perspective. It, that's all it is. It's I, I, it's the it, same thing happens to you know towns in the south or towns in the Midwest. You have yeah. to get out. Yeah, Otherwise I, I get sucked in. I met one of the my buddy at the gas station recently. <laughs> Um, you know, you know, it's good. He, he would hang out at the gas station a lot. And this is my friend who he has the tattoo of uh, on his neck of the Statue of Liberty, but, but with big tits. So this is the, this is the sort of kid that we're talking about here. And he has uh, over his eyebrow. He has a face tattoo before it was cool, before like ever was get, before Post Malone, before any of that. He had a face tattoo and it said no regrets right over his eyebrow. Oh, that's right. And so I saw him and, and he looked at me and he goes, you got out. And that's all he said. And then yeah. he asked if, if I, I could give him a ride. I said, sure. And then all of a sudden I was sitting outside some dude's house for a half hour while he was inside his house. Because you never want to give a kid a ride on Staten Island because you know he's asking you to make 15 stops and it's always going to take three hours minimum. Vinny Guadagnino said the same thing to me. You know, Jer Jersey Shore Vinny. Like he yeah, was like, he, like, he's just like, you know, he's like, oh man, you live in Williamsburg. You got out. It's like this thing. Of like, <laughs> even him, he got. Guy, he could get out. <laughs> I would imagine. He's, yeah, he's doing, but he can't. He's like the shark on on Dancing with the Stars or something, or or the, the mass dancer. He's doing okay. <laughs> but I think he. I think recently he moved to L.A. And so he. I should. I should actually call. I should Facetime him and be like, "You got out." Yeah. <laughs> There is this attitude of like, it sucks you in. Like there's a culture that like, one, it's uh, Italian mothers and that, that family lifestyle. Like you think you're better than me, you're gonna leave. There's yeah. definitely a lot of that here. Like no one wants anyone to better themselves where I'm from. And it sounds like on paper, it sounds like, oh, come on, just don't listen. But it, there's true judgment and there's true guilt yes. and shaming. If you, if you know, I have, I, I know people who have gone through that and like they have to buy a house in like the neighborhood and they have to like, you know, do this or get a city job. Like, I, I mean, my family 
has has given me a lot of guilt for t- mm-hmm. doing this career and not becoming a firefighter. Like my grandfather was a firefighter. All of his, like all of like the, uh, the rest of the people in my family, like my yeah. my mom's like um, cousins and stuff. Like everybody is a firefighter. I my wow. like three seasons into Jokers, they uh-huh. did like the, the hiring freeze for the fire department was over, and my mom was like, "You're gonna take the test." I took the test. <laughs> You took the test. She made me. What do you mean? You're successful at this point. You have a job. My grandfather still like (laughs) like send me the chief. You know that magazine and be Uh like, yeah, they're looking for people to paint the bridge. Paint the horizontal bridge. Lisa's always Lisa always makes fun of it. like he's Lisa's uh-huh. always like they're looking for ditch diggers you know it's yeah. a good they got city benefits hey in 25 years you'll be collecting a pension you could yeah. do whatever you want that's yeah. what I always heard in 25 years you could do whatever you want yeah you're the you guys are the only people who understand that this is like like my family still will say it. so they, they had me take the test I took the written <laughs> and the physical fire department test I can't I, believe you took the test did you tell people at Jokers you were taking the test I will cue one of the guys is, yeah. was a firefighter who quit his job to do the show, but he did two seasons as a firefighter. Oh my oh, God, wow. he didn't even quit. He and had he, a TV show and was a firefighter. Stuff. He, couldn't leave. he deferred, he deferred for like two years, which is unheard of. You're not even allowed to do it more than one. And they were like, we're going to let you do it another one because you know, the benefits. In fact, yeah. I'll tell you this much. In fact, I was working for the parks department. I got okay. a nice cushy city, you know, it's like not cushy, but like a nice sure. job, like working for the parks department. I could have gotten to that system. And then I had to, I, I, I got hired at uh, Jimmy Fallon. I worked uh-huh. here. I got fired from Fallon in six months, but I got hired. Um, <laughs> and they were, they were like, uh, I was like, I had to go to the, you know, Cromwell center, which was literally sunk into the water. It's just so funny. Oh my and, God. And they knew it was sinking as they were like, I was working there. <gasps> and I was like, oh, I, uh, I have to, I have to quit. And they were like, oh, what happened? Everything okay? And I was like, yeah, I got a job for on NBC, like working for the show with Jimmy Fallon. And they're like, great. They're like, so when do you think you're going to come back? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they were like, they were like, they're like, okay, like, We'll, we'll, we'll hold the position for a few months just in case. Like, they're so nice. They're like, they're like, wow. you don't want to lose the, the benefits. You sure you can't do both? <laughs> this is wild. That's this is Staten Island. It is. It's Definitely. there's no room for dreams. There's no anytime, room for dreams. Anytime, not that I feel guilt, but anytime that things might be going eh in my life, my, my grandmother's apartment in her house on Staten Island becomes available to me. My parents would be like, "You could always move in with Grandma on Staten Island. That would be nice." <laughs> They would love that. That's yeah. what's so funny. There's no like in in other places. There's like this. There's guilt there, or there's like embarrassment associated with that. And in Staten Island, they're like, move no, back no. home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to this day, my my parents are still like like at, like after like a Thanksgiving or something. They're like, why don't you sleep over? Yeah, it's like yeah. this is like we're thirty six. Yeah. Yeah. I know my mother's dream is that I live with a woman downstairs. My, that's my mother's dream is that that we share a home and that's where they are upstairs and I have a woman downstairs with a family because that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. My that's grandmother my lived in the did. house. Yeah, I, that's my mom bought the house next door to where my grandparents currently live. Of course, of so course. I grew up. I grew up with my grandparents as like babysitters. As like I had four parents and I spent equal amount of time with them. And it's like that's that's exactly. That's that's I mean it was great. I mean I'm not complaining. It yeah, no, not at life. all. The food no, is good. It's, good. it's nice. 
You would have like hang out with people all the time. Yes, my parents bought the house next door to my cousin because it's the same deal. Just so because family was around, and I think actually for them that's downsizing because in Brooklyn, where my family's from, it was like all of them on one block. Right. right. Oh yeah, you're right. Good point. It was because it's, it's like, true. Yeah, it was like you 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 know, and even on my block, as I have cousins and stuff like the firefighter cousins, they're across yeah. the street and down the block. Like they're uh-huh. everybody's on our block. Like like the my mom's last name is Kelly, so my grandfather's name is is William Kelly. My mom's Dr. Carrie uh-huh. Kelly, and like down the block is Kelly's. Like the whole neighborhood is all these like Kellys. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. And my my family the generation older than my parents was so incestual, bro. It was a brother and a sister married a brother and a sister. So everyone was cousins four times. That's, that's allowed though. That's not, that's not incest, but 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 I understand. It was just like two families. It's like, okay, let's line up and pair off. And that's basically what happened. And then there's, there wasn't enough brothers. So then two women just never got married in my dad's family because there was no more brothers. And they're like, I can't, I just have to deal with this. They just, they live together. The two, those two women just live together till they both died. <laughs> this, this is, is a, this is a side thing, Sebastian, but I, I've always thought about like if, if twin sisters identical and twin uh-huh. brothers identical get married and yes. they have kids, those kids should be twins, right? Wow. Those yes. kids should look, should I, look very, very, so, look yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I think I have looked this up. Maybe Robbie, check it out. But I think that they are technically brothers, even though they are cousins or, or siblings. I think they're wow. technically either, you know, brothers or sister, whatever it is, siblings rather than cousins. Because, because identical, genetics. yes, identical means same or a sperm and egg. So yes. that means that it's everything is exactly the same. This is Staten Island silence, science, bro. <laughs> Staten is, science, yeah, Staten bro. Island science. <laughs> this is Staten Island science, happening bro. Right how now. sick would it be if fucking two twins got <laughs> yeah, together, bro? Exactly. But and they're then, from Huguenot, and I'm from St. George. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a trip, okay? That's a trip. Who's paying gas? Okay, it's worth it. I'll go to Costco. My dad still tells me. He goes, "I'll be leaving. I would be leaving, driving back to Brooklyn." He goes, "Hey, come on, let's go to Costco. I'll fill your tank up." Oh. My parents are obsessed with getting gas at Costco. I don't know about yours. My dad goes to. My dad now goes to the Bayonne Costco. He's like oh, no. so proud he of it. The, they sell liquor there, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, no, not not for my dad doesn't. I mean, he he doesn't drink at all. It's like he, oh, okay, once in I a while, mean, yes, a beer. But, no, but he probably would for the deal. Yes, hundred percent. Anytime he goes, I just get any. I, I know when he goes because I'll get like, I'll get fifteen picture texts of items at Costco and just be like, "You want? You want?" <laughs> and he'll just send me photos of like you know dog food for our dog or dried mm-hmm. mango and things. And and like I would say like one of the fifteen things I'm like, okay, like I can't fit in my apartment the stuff no. that he wants to give. But they want to give. Yes. <laughs> They want there's to a, give them there's giving a special. is better than you getting. There's a special. What's a special? Uh, it's called Twins Marry Twins, and they uh, they dive into this topic. I guess technically the the DNA would be very similar. They don't have a word for it, but I got it. TLC special Twins Marry Twins. I got it. They have to both be identical, otherwise I'm out. I'm not watching <laughs> yeah. TLC. No, no. They, yeah, it's identical, identical. And they both have to be hot. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Four smoke shots. <laughs> I remember a kid. I remember a kid at like in high school or or college, like in Staten Island, being like, 
yo, imagine like doing it with two sisters. And I was like, no, that would be so, I'd feel so bad. That would be yeah. so like you're ruining their lives. Like that's so uncomfortable. Like they're I remember not- like putting my mind into the mindset of who they are, like, and why they're doing it. And like, I was like, oh no, like. Wasn't that awesome. a plot point in Austin Powers? <laughs> Definitely, probably. Tw- twins, I think, Basil. I think, twins. I think, I think, <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. yeah. Looking back, I think I, I agree with you, though, Casey. It's not. It's That would be, I think, like, five minutes in when you would start thinking about, they grew up together. Like, this oh, got yeah. a little, this was starting to get weird. There's definitely plenty of people who will not think about it and no. have no problem not. <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'd have a problem mindset. with this too. I would hate yeah. this. There's no way yeah. I would I would be able to uh, <laughs> I get I hook up with so many people. I, this would be I would be like, no, 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 thank you. We're moving on. You're disgusting, okay? <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, yeah, I say no thank you a lot. No thank you. you another life. Staten Island thing is uh, um did you ever buy weed at a gas station? A hundred percent. Yeah. There was 100%. a Hess state the Hess station on Bay Street was like the guy would just sell you it. weed and it was the worst weed, but it was like, sometimes it would be like the only thing you could get. It was the driest, smallest amount. It was so clearly not a dime bag. Uh-huh. He'd be like, we'd be like, this isn't a dime. He'd be like, oh yeah, it's a nickel. And we'd be like, you didn't say that. And then like, also it's like, at that time, no one was selling nickels. Yeah, that's like, that's a $5 bag. And, and he'd be like, oh yeah, no, no. Cause it's a nickel. And we'd be like, cause we just caught him from like trying to jip us. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, you're scamming off of from, already a dime bag it's so bad <laughs> and then he, it would it we would smoke it and be like this is definitely sprayed with roach spray yes i i smoked weed that was like uh laced in Staten islands oh every was- almost every time almost oh. <laughs> every almost every time i definitely i definitely one time smoked a blunt that was had cocaine in it and no one told me of that course. happened on Staten Island. all i remember sometimes i i got to like not do it before they uh-huh. you know they'd be like Someone would be like, oh, this is cocaine. And like people would be like, it's like a prank on Staten Island. They'd be like, yes. you got you got woo-banged. The woo-banger, a woo-banger. No one else knows that. Smoke the woo-bangers. You got woo-banged. That's the Wu-Tang prank show. It's just you're surprising cocaine on people. My friends tricked us and we smoked one with an embalming fluid. This was a JK. This was a JK. <laughs> no. This is what real impractical jokers are in Staten Island. It was just dipped in embalming fluid. And I went to my grandma's house and sleep over my grandma's house, tripping balls. That's that's scary. Yes, this was, well, this was also, I also was hanging out with kids with the Statue of Liberty with the titties, right? <laughs> so there was problems happening. Banging twins left and right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, thank you, Casey. Okay. <laughs> Um, I knew a guy by the mall that would sell, he wouldn't only sell nickel bags, uh, he would sell tray bags. I never even heard of it. They were three three dollars. Oh, tray. We would be me and my boy would each throw in a dollar fifty and we would smoke tray bags. Wow. I had a friend that would he would if so he would there was a special that you got two bags for 30. 220s for 30. So you, it's, it's a you good know. deal. That is and a good deal. My, so it was my two friends, would buy, my friend Danny and my friend Mike would buy, would buy two bags for 30. And Danny would always pay 10. And he'd be like, well, one of us has to 
you know, and they'd both take a bag. And yeah. it, but my friend Danny would be like, well, this time I got the $10 bag and you got the $20 bag <laughs> instead of being like, and Mike would be like, what do you mean? Like, we no, we should both pay 15. He was like, no, no, no. Next time you, you could get the 10 and I'll get the 20, you know, but every time he'd always be like, no, I get the 10. I got dibs on 10. Yeah, that's that's good math. That's that's some good, solid Staten Island Technical High School math, you know? Wow. Funny. Wow. So I have to say. We've been trying to get this podcast in the Staten Island advance. I don't care about getting ran up anywhere else besides the advance. I DM them probably once a week and they don't respond. Casey. Who do you want to talk to? I've been, I, I, I have an in. Do you actually? I have, I have so many ins. So I, for a while I've been doing this like Staten Island news thing. And I know, I, I think it's so fun. Awesome. Hysterical. Everybody go Hysterical. check it out on Casey's Instagram. And apparently they love it. Like there's several people who, who like have, have like been like, Oh, I, you know, like we watch it and stuff and I'm uh -huh. sure some people probably hate it, but sure. there's a couple of people. There's actually a guy who named Shane DeMeo uh -huh. and he hosts a bunch of like on camera stuff yeah. and he's kind of the real Staten Island news, but he's good. I think he's a great host. He hosts like, he's done a bunch of things where he goes to like a cannoli shop where he used to work and talk to the guy. And yeah. I'm like, it's, I, I'm also a fan of like Guy Fieri cause I just think he's a great host. Like okay. he talks to people, he like breaks down barriers. Like he just like, like he's he, good. He, yeah, shouts out, with he shouts out local businesses all over America. Like, yeah, he never, yeah no, he's, he's awesome. that's great. The fact Why that he are does, people shitting on him so much because he's got weird hair. Easy target, easy target. But he's he's doing more good than Elon Musk. A hundred percent. He's going, <laughs> he went to the California wildfires and he's like feeding people and like, you know, housing people. This the guy's a saint. The guy's this a saint. This is amazing. Every single episode of Diners, Drives, Sins, and Dives, he's shouting out three local businesses, and he's had like 500 episodes. It's like yes. He's doing God's work. Uh -huh. But um, he, uh, anyway, so um, this guy Shane is great too. He's just like charismatic and nice and stuff. And so I, I, I might be doing one of his shows, and he works for the event. So I'll, I'll set you guys up, bro. I'll connect. Set me up. You know why? Because I'm dying. I don't care about any any other publication. I just want my friend's mother to be like, I saw Sebastian in the advance this week. That's I all I want. That's all I want. It's so funny because it's so not what I want. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like sure. any time. Of course. My, my mom is a doctor. And so like, there's always like nurses are like, I saw on Casey's Instagram that he posted this photo. And like, my mom's not on any social media. Uh -huh. So it's like never anything bad, but I just don't, I don't like that the, the communication line goes like that. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. It's so the gossip mill is real. It's, oh, that, yeah. it's that small town thing that you're talking about. I remember when I dropped out of engineering school, everyone found out everyone and then i remember my my cousin's friends people and women i never even met i think you're making a mistake i was getting i think you're making a mistake <laughs> in delis that i didn't even know this woman it's and and it's also what they will remember about you forever yes no matter what no matter what no matter what i do that is the only thing that they will remember it's crazy how there's things that you know i did 15 years ago or whatever like that people are like and how's this thing that you you probably haven't thought about since the last time i saw you and you're like why are you remembering this weird specific thing wow yeah the people you think people think I, there's a group of people that will just remember you as the guy who quit the parks department oh 100 percent. oh yeah i mean in fact i think i talked to one of them recently and they were like they were like hey look by the way 
you ever need a job? Let me know. We're still I'll open. Move, I'll move some things around. You might have to start over at scratch, but like, you know, we'll make it work. That's we'll not, you must, work. they must really, I feel like people would have the opposite mentality on they Staten look, Island to be like, oh, you thought no, you were better than me? Fuck That's not, you must oh, they, they get along with people well. They'll say that behind your back, but they'll also be like, look, I, I do want to help you out. Because nice. they like the feeling that they helped you. That's what it's about. It's not yeah, helping yeah. you. It's that they helped you. You know, it helps their ego. You know, that's the Staten Island thing of being like, he thinks who he is. He yeah. thinks who he is. Yeah. Which is funny <laughs> because says that it's all like, the time. <laughs> it's like, it, it's acknowledging like, like maybe a person is doing well. Uh-huh. But then they, they're not allowed to like think they're doing well. <laughs> no. It's such a hold yourself. Like everyone should hold themselves back. It's, it's, it's the opposite of like what this like current generation is like like love yourself you know like body yeah. positivity no i remember i would do i would be doing homework and my mom i would not fuck up and like not want to be doing my homework and my mom would go if you don't do your homework you're gonna end up being a garbage man and i go uncle rocky's a garbage man and then she would instantly go it's a very good job yeah, like 25 years that? you got a pension <laughs> What is happening? Is this a, is this a threat or is it a good thing? Like there was no right answer for this. That's so funny. Yeah, he was a That's funny man. Great. He was a funny. He once found a he found a gun in the garbage and he kept it. For sure. <laughs> he just kept a gun that he found in the garbage. He was that type of guy. Garbage gun? Yeah, you yeah. gotta keep it. <laughs> you keep the garbage gun. You don't want to get anyone in trouble. He didn't want to get yeah. anyone in trouble, so he kept the garbage gun. That's an entire episode of Law and Order. Like that's, <laughs> you just described an entire episode. You know, he was trying to be nice. He's not in trouble. You, we just need to find out where the gun came from. <laughs> yes. Well, I think that it doesn't matter now. He probably got rid of the gun. He's safe. He's dead. He's dead. He's safe. He's, he's safe. Gone. Right? He's also, safe. pretty crazy mindset to be like, he's safe. He's dead. He's safe. <laughs> Yeah. 100%. When you die, you're finally safe from the world. <laughs> oh, you know? my God. What an outlook. Wow. Hey, <laughs> I've been home. I've been home for way too long. I I, I, yeah, I still love it, though. Like, when I, I, like, you know, like, we're talking about it. Like, I have a fondness for part, part of the lifestyle. Like, you know, in Brooklyn, like, you know, I walk everywhere, and mm-hmm. it's great. And then I, like, whenever I visit my whenever I visit my parents, you have to like drive places and it's yeah. nice, especially in the, in the cold weather, you just jump into like a car, mm-hmm. not the way it should be, but it's cool. Did you go to stadium 16 to the movie theaters yes. or um, once it opened, one. but I, I, atrium was cause I, I grew, up, I grew up on the North shore, like we said, but I like our family would go to the great kill swim club every summer. And so all yeah. my, I had so many friends that lived in great Kills. So we would go to the atrium, which was, not as good, but I didn't know the difference between the movie theaters. And I, so I just liked the atrium for what it was. Sure. The atrium was not this, but the cool kids hung out behind the atrium. Oh yeah. Did, did, were you one of those kids smoking mm-hmm. weed behind the atrium ever? Well, one of my friends worked at the atrium and he would always slip me the, the big cutouts and we would take a cutout like the legally blonde two sign. That would just uh-huh. be like a giant two. And we yeah. would leave it on one of our other friends, like, houses like in front of their house like we're facing the door so when they wake oh. up in the morning there would just be a big two prank of the year and then we'd make them smoke embalming fluid um, <laughs> <laughs> but we would do that but then so so in the process of getting those things and like taping them to the top of our car we'd also have run-ins with the with the kids that would hang out behind the atrium but it, it, it seemed like we were doing something shady so they were like oh cool 
I love that. I yeah. slipped. I don't know how I slipped through the cracks. I shouldn't have. Like looking at photos of me, Sebastian, you'd be like, "How did this guy make it out alive?" But you, wh- what do you mean, like kids? Should I was have, just like, like a little dork. I was like a little. Yeah, I was a little dork. I wasn't cool. I mean, I didn't look cool. At least I didn't dress cool. I didn't. You know. You you weren't about like fat. You would never like went into like I had to wear Tim's and a North Face. That was never you. Even no, no, ne- I was never really Tim's and North Face. If I wanted to be my my, you know, it's we weren't like um like we weren't really like crazy rich and enough to like i'd afford it like my my parents were always like really like like let's we should save money and like you know i disagree here because i don't think that actually rich kids were the people that had those clothes no no yeah i mean a lot of those people that prioritized those uh, parents the kids that yeah no you're right to a certain degree but the the kids that i grew up with were like a lot of them were really wealthy and like Uh had, had like cool cars and yeah, the yeah, coolest yeah. stuff. And so my family was a little bit like more like, like my mom was a doctor, but she also had three siblings that also went to college. And my grandfather, like I said, was a firefighter. Okay. So like all yeah. the money went into tuition. So my parents were also like, Oh, we have to save money for tuition and stuff. So yes. everybody was like kind of getting off the ground. Um, but, uh, so, but I always, I also like, understood that and like my dad like drilled that into us to save money so it was very much like oh i'll just get the knock off everything so i had like the four stri- like the four stripe adidas and i had no the- oh, yeah. i feel bad for you <laughs> retroactively bro what else did you uh, did you had a south pole jacket a hundred percent oh no no i had you know I, I, we hit the lets, the outlets, and I had the Nautica, but like an outlet Nautica that was like yeah. fake Nautica. You, what outlets did you go to? Oh, we're talking Woodbury Commons. Oh, yeah, big time. You drove up all the way, you took the trip north to get the once before the school year started, and then once right before Christmas, we would do it. You just nailed it. And, and it would, always, yes. <laughs> and, you know, it would be tough because like I remember kids having Jenkos. And then I was like, I got to get Jenkos. As soon as I got Jenkos, I got one pair of Jenkos. Everybody was off Jenkos. They were like, those are rockers, bro. Poor rockers wear Jenkins. So I had finally like, you know, got my mom to like allow me to get the Jenkos. And they were like, she wouldn't get me, let me get the jean Jenkos. So she let me get the khaki Jenkos that were already not cool. Oh, no, (laughs) no. And so so then I finally get the khaki Jenkos and I like wear them once. And everyone's like, are you wearing A Jenkos and B khaki Jenkos? They're not cool. You need to be wearing Rockefeller jeans. Yes. And those are I haven't thought about Rockefeller from Against All Odds. Oh yeah, against all odds. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, I mean, there's a few places in the mall that were like, Echo store. Of course, I was a big Echo. I one. I remember one year for high school, I came back with a, a Rhino sweatshirt, an Iron Man Echo shirt, the uh, Carpenter Echo jeans, and Echo sneakers. I was like, literally. You could have called me Mark because I was fucking Echo. Mark okay. Echo. <laughs> you could have you definitely went over a lot of people's heads. I don't care. The two people I had that so much Echo on, you could have called me Mark. <laughs> Everyone was like, what? I don't care. It's Sometimes I just say shit for me because I was... And, the Echo shit, I was a fucking fiend for Echo. I would go to Jersey Gardens when that shit opened because they had the outlet there too. How much of Nietzsche did you have? Oh, you know what? Not as much, but, but I used to call it NYC. Yeah. This is the big debate. Is it Anichi? This, this is such a this, good. <laughs> this is why he came on. Is it NYC or Anichi? It was right? all right. So for people, it was spelled E N Y C E. E N, but it was so it's it is supposed to be N Y C, but a lot of people called it Anichi to make yeah. it like an Italian brand or something. <laughs> yes. 
I, I had some of that. The one brand that I, I love, Sean John. I was all about wow. Sean John. I had Whoa. the velour sweatsuits. Did you yeah, do velour nice. sweatsuits? Never a velour sweatsuit. Never, like, I, I wasn't allowed it. And, like, it just wasn't, even, like, even at that time, I just didn't like it. Like, I knew I wouldn't oh. look good in it. This is not good for you. This is I just re-upped you. You know, in 20. I think it, it's very practical in the pandemic just because. I agree. You're wearing I think it sweats works all the, the feel time. Of the the yeah, feel yeah. of suit, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just bought two. <laughs> You definitely, <laughs> both of you definitely had. Remember, like the the the, the like the soccer style like jumpsuit with like oh it was like yeah, hundred like woman on it. Yes. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kappa, what, what, I think it's called. Yes, Kappa. Yes. K A P P A. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Wow. Yeah. I was all. You know, that's why going to boys all boys Catholic school. It was like different because you had a uniform. Uniform, which I which saved my life because you yeah. know what I mean, like. I didn't actually, that's probably what had helped me so much, but also hurt me too, because I had no idea what people are wearing. And I remember like one time I went out, like this is like seventh or eighth grade. And we, I went out with like a bunch of kids and literally I got out of the car and my friend Chris was like, what are you doing? Like immediately was like, roll, like I had khakis on. He was like, roll your khakis down. Like, why are you, why are your khakis rolled up? You know what I mean? He just like attacked me. And like, he like literally like gave me like a French tuck. He like pulled my, the you French know, tuck. he like, he was just like, Jesus, like, like he saved my life. And we were like hanging out. With, I remember we were like, this is so funny. He was like, he was like, all right, these girls want to hang out problem uh-huh. like that you know what i mean like like finally you'll get deprooted deprooded <laughs> deprooded casey our goal this summer is to get you deprooded, deprooded. Yeah. so you could get that white line under your tongue everyone's always be bragging once you made out with the girl once you got deprooted oh you would get the fucking white line under your tongue yo i haven't thought about that in so long. that was a thing that was a thing i still look I underneath my tongue and go i don't have the white line yet i go what am i fucking getting this White line, bro. <laughs> oh my god, that's I, you just This is the conversation that like happened outside of nowhere. It was it was the movie theater in Newdorp. Um, oh yes, right by Highland right, Plaza. Highland Plaza by the Chinese buffet over there, dude. By the Toys R Us. Yeah, I went on a date over there too. One of the first girls I ever kissed too. Hell yes. Wait, let me tell you though, because we go okay. and my buddy Chris goes, bro, like I got, to, you know, like we're going to go see this boring ass movie and so uh-huh. that we could just make out the whole time Beautiful. or go with the girl Good so friend. you can go with her, right? Yeah. We go in and Saving Private Ryan. No! <laughs> Everybody's like, yo, this movie sucks. Like we got to leave. Like, everyone's like, you know what I mean? There's like adults like watching it, like crying and shit. And we're like, we're like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I can't get hard. You know, it's like, bro, bro, can these fucking people stop with all this washing? I'm trying to fucking get over the shirt action over here. He's like, wow, it's loud, bro. Wow. Um, and that was one of those movies that Staten Island, all the World War II vets wore their, their hats that they got made yeah, at the yeah. fucking kiosk. Everyone had a straight, hat with fucking- Straight brim with the gold and the, and yes. the, like, the medallions. They all wore it to go see Saving Private Ryan and you were trying to hook up during it. A hundred percent. Either that or like so many people wore just like, like not cops would wear hats that just said NYPD on it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was, was a huge. thing like, that, like older men had. Yep. They Especially just, post they, 9-11. They were like yes. probably the most popular brand in New York. <laughs> it might be. 
And yeah. YPT was big. I haven't thought about the French tuck. Yeah, I think about it. I see it on uh, Queer Eye. They yes. talk about the French tuck. I was doing that shit in junior high. Yeah. I was doing that shit with a diesel shirt and my cuffed up pants to turn them into capris. Yeah. I haven't thought about a French tuck in forever. You, uh, you still use hair products, though, right? Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, that's the one thing that's interesting is like meeting people in college that like never used hair product, never even understood it. And then being mm -hmm. like, no, I know, I know hair product. And like, <laughs> even later in life where people are like, <laughs> people are like figuring it out for the first time. I'm like, oh, I've been on hair product, yeah. gel, dep. Yeah, we, we, we talked about that. What, what number you use? You do 10 to, you do the super holds. I, you know, it was whatever my mom used, uh -huh. you know, cause it was like, she, she, like it was, everything was family. Like whatever, sure. I, whatever mom uses, like you get to use, but, but I eventually I got, I was able to get, what was the yellow container? It was hair glue to, oh, got to be glued. Got to oh, be. Oh yes. Got to be. That's still popular now. It's still around. Yeah. Got yes. to be glued. That was That's like, high end. and, and so, but here's the problem was like, I had an, I had an identity. Yep. That's it. Yes. This is I it. Had, 100%. I had an identity crisis because I was very much like, like the big Staten Island thing. I was like, oh, bro, are you a rapper or are you a rocker? A hundred percent. And I was very much in between. And, <gasps> and even so, like, I wasn't even like a, like a corn limp biscuit rocker. I just mm -hmm. liked other music that was like, you know, I like the strokes when they came out and I liked like the white stripes, but that was still kind of a rocker. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it was, in, and I like wanted to play in bands, but like, so, but I was a rocker, but then like Blink-182 was like big and like, I, but that was acceptable for some reason. It was like weird, like what would be allowed? I think it was the cover of that album that made it acceptable. If I'm being honest, I and think it was juvenile. Yes, it was. And it said the it said fuck a lot. It was it had the explicit in the corner. So I think that gave it a little cred. Yeah. I remember I had to tell my sister um, I had to pull her to the side and I said, you going to Hot Topic is embarrassing the family. <laughs> family <laughs> meaning you. I have to tell. Yes, meaning me, because we would go to the mall and me and my friends would stand outside a Hot Topic and we would bully the kids leaving Hot Topic. I know you then. then yes. I you bullied me. That was 100%. me. A hundred percent. I remember kids being like, being like, bro, like, like, that's like devil shit. Like that's, yes. you can't go in there. It's like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to go to hell. You know what I mean? Like imagine bullying people and being like, you're going to go to hell. A hundred percent. And they were like tough about it. And they would just stand with their crosses and then you go get an Auntie Anne's right. Cause it was on the same level right down the, right down the passage. Right. Oh, bling is a good thing to talk about too. Like what jewelry you had. Definitely like those dots, what are the dots called? Like the- Oh, are you talking about the thick ball necklaces? The ball necklaces, yeah. Yes, Maybe I had one little, of those when yeah. I was younger. But you probably, had the, you probably had the Cuban links. I had the Cuban links. And then I also had uh, like, you know, the one long one and then the two short ones, one long, two short chains. Yes, yes, yes. I had that with a, uh, with a cross and I had a matching. I used to wear watches too. So interesting. So I also would wear, cause I grew up like going to the great coast swim club. And there was a lot of kids that were in college that had all get it, gotten into like Dave Matthews band and like Guster and like Ooh. those bands. So uh -huh. I liked a lot of that from their influence. And that was also rocker. Like, like, as yes. if I'm like, you know, and, but like, so it would be like those hookah net, uh, whatever hookah necklaces. What are they called? Like With the shells? shell. Puka, yeah. Puka, I had one of those. Puka puka shell? Yeah. Puka shell. Yeah. So, 
and also yeah. just like one that was like a strip of leather with like a, a, a like a shell or like just one shell and like uh -huh. that stuff like lifeguard stuff and so that yeah that was also like a, a thing that i was into because I remember there was like a kids... knot bracelet. Did you have that? Yeah, it's just like a white knot bracelet. Yeah. Well, yes. those were like for kids that wore Hollister. Face. Yeah, yeah. Hollister, I had a Hollister yes, face. Yes. If you wore Hollister, you could do that. But the kids that wore Hollister, Hollister were track kids. Like those were kids that ran track in my in my world. Interesting. Yeah, though that was more of the the preppy was the track kids. And so, yeah, I wanted to be preppy, but I was not. Uh, attractive enough to be preppy so it was very interesting <laughs> and i couldn't i couldn't afford abercrombie and fitch so i'd have no. to go american eagle or, ah, or, or uh, i loved american eagle. no no but you know what it wasn't it wasn't the same no it was not oh oh no here's the store that i spent any money i had i spent on it was aeropostale aeropostale was cheap too interesting. you could yeah yeah I had 1987 shirts. I had an insane amount of Aeropostel, like an mm -hmm. embarrassing amount. And I would wear multiple shirts on one. So I'd wear like a, 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 a like a t-shirt and then a button down. Yeah. Yeah. You can layer it. Over yeah. it. <laughs> yes. And then like sometimes, uh, sometimes then a t-shirt over that. So it would be like the shirt wow. coming out with the collar here, but with the t-shirt over it all. Uh-huh. Wow. Nuts. That's a crazy look. I didn't know what I was doing and it was always bad. And then on top of that, I would be using got to be glued hair gel and my hair would be like sticked up. So <laughs> like I didn't appeal to anyone. <laughs> did you did you wear cologne? Yes, it was what, what, three what colognes. I had three colognes in my of life. Of course, I, I have... you have multiple colognes. Uh, when I was a kid, I had multiple colognes. One was one was every day and one was special occasion cologne. Okay, I, I almost never used them because, well, I know I would use, there, there was three that I would use. Okay. It was... It was Polo Sport. Yes, the blue bottle. CK1. Oh, never used that. Michael Jordan cologne. Yes! I haven't heard about the Michael Jordan cologne in years. Michael I got Jordan that for Christmas one year. Gigantic. It was, yes. and I, I, I had it for so long. In fact, I actually still have, there was one that I got from a friend that was, I think it was Abercrombie Woods. And a friend gave it to me, or Curve maybe. No, it was I wood. used. It was wood. I used Abercr I used Abercrombie Fierce. That's what Fierce. I would use. Um, I remember that. So, yeah. So. Yeah. The, or I would use Cool Water. Yes, Cool Water. Oh my God. Cool yeah, Water. Good. Every car smelled like Cool Water. If they smoked weed, you would just spray Cool Water all cool over the water. car, and that's how you protected yourself from your parents. You're right. And you know, um, do you remember the one that like every girl in Staten Island would wear? What was it? It was love spell. No, I don't remember, but I'm sure if I if remember. You smelled it, 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 oh, yeah. You smelled it, yeah, yeah. It was Victoria's Secret. The bottle. Is it a pink bottle? No. I think it had like dots on you it. Would the, like you would know this. You would know the smell. You would know this. I wish I could send you the smell right now. I know. Oh, fuck. I, 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 and they say smell like is the thing. I guess the sense that brings back the most memory. And when you it's smell. It's the windows to like, the soul. Yeah. you'll. I've smelled this out in public <laughs> no, and I just get brought back to <laughs> what? Eyes are the window to the soul. I'm kidding, okay. I'm kidding. Casey's trolling you. <laughs> your nose is your nose is like uh, it, the nose is like the basement to the soul, man. Yeah, it's a cellar doors to, to the <laughs> <Yeah>. heart. <laughs> it's a leak. But I don't even. I remember this part. But I remember the oh. smell distinctly. Yeah, you. I could taste it. Like you know, like I see that. I, get... <laughs> I just get brought back to yeah. The first girl I made out was basement. <laughs> 
Yeah. Looking a lot back, of, you know, look at the time, I always felt like I didn't do very well, but looking back, like I did, I did okay, not bragging, but like, I, you know what I mean? Like better we than can flex in my head. I was like, <laughs> it I was, I was like, I'm never going, this is never going to work out for me. But looking back, it's like, ah, it was fine. It all worked out. You know, you, mean you did some basement sessions. It's some, yeah. Basement stuff. Basement um, stuff. <laughs> yeah. We um, had so much sex in, in cars in high school. Yeah, it's a lot of car stuff. It was a lot of car stuff. And I didn't have a car. What streets? What were your streets? <laughs> <laughs> you, know what what's, your streets? you know what's funny? Uh, well, there was one. There was a dead end right up of my block. So we would go park right at that dead end. Yeah. So that was like my spot. Nothing um, better. Honestly, bro, nothing better than historic Richmond town. Oh, <laughs> nothing. That's a good spot because cops aren't rolling through historic Richmond town. And it's all dead ends. And it's like park, weird parking lots and like old yes. houses that they now it's actually popping. It wouldn't work. But back then, historic Richmond town, you know, I, something I always wanted to do was was like have do it at like Farrell because this is not the case anymore either. But when oh. I was in high school, the doors were always unlocked. There was always like at oh. least three entranceways that were completely unlocked at Farrell that you could just walk around on a weekend. No kids would ever do it because we just assumed there'd be cameras. There was definitely no technology for that. But sure. back then, like you would be able to just like, I remember like, because I, I would do the plays in high school. Okay. And so I would stay around all day like because i also got detention for being a chatty kathy so uh -huh. i'd be at school all day then i'd have detention and then there'd be like four hours until play practice and i'm like not gonna get on a bus go home to get back on a bus to go back out to go back on a bus to go home after it so i was like i'll just stay at school with my friends and just like fuck around yeah or, or walk to the the boston market <laughs> or go to like oh my know. god Yes, you were right by that, uh, and you were right by the train station over there. Uh, yeah. What stop was that? O Oak uh, uh, Oakwood. Oakwood's train station, of course. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would hook up a lot. There was a lot of making out in the stairwells in tech because there were stairwells that went to nowhere. It would just yes. they, it was just stairs, and then it would end. So we would it, it was still texting time. So we would text someone, be like, "You want to grab the pass?" And then we both grab the pass, and then you. Wait, go. you were texting? Yeah, I had texting. I'm a little bit younger than you, Casey. How old? I'm 31. Okay, but that's crazy. So yeah, I guess you're right because when I got into college, which would be the I'm 35, so the the difference there would be when I was like a freshman or sophomore in college, mm -hmm. I had texting. So that's yeah, wow, it's amazing how that it, it could change things so much. Yeah, I got my first cell phone uh, I think days after 9/11. That's when I got my first cell phone. That well, that makes sense though. You you know your family's like, well, you got to get this. Did you have a beeper? No, I did not. I wish. You know what I, I, had a, I had you had a beeper too. I had I broke a beeper. I got a new beeper. That was the only thing that <laughs> my like my I don't know how I convinced my like my cheap dad uh-huh to to let me have a beeper. Especially because beepers were associated with drug dealers. But my mom had a beeper because she was a doctor. Okay. So then it was it meant something else then. I don't know why, because it and also it never really worked because it would be the way it would work would be somebody like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, somebody would beep me mm -hmm. and then I would have to find a payphone and call them. It worked. <laughs> I would say I, I, the amount of people who even cared to call me was very small. So it would be like, I think I convinced them. I was, was like, cause I like to go to the, I tell, tell my dad, like, what if I'm at the mall and you got to get in touch with me? I should have a beeper. <laughs> That's a good reason. And I remember being like, it was $99, 99 cents a month or something great so i think i was like i'll pay for that yeah it yeah, was a, yeah. It, maybe it was an easier sell than i thought but it was it was in your what did your beeper looks like you know you switch out the cases uh-huh you fashion wore, thing too yes. but again see now i'm all over the place gelled hair 
Ab, uh, um, Arrow Postel, a yes. beeper, <laughs> khaki Jankos, no. Adidas four stripes. Yeah. I'm painting you a picture, and it's, it's it's not looking good. It's a mess. It's a hodgepodge of a personality. Yeah. See, I feel like you I do learn wanted... this stuff at school, though. Like you would go to school, see what people were wearing. You kind of get the vibe of like how to and assemble things. And you didn't have, because you knew certain the, the things, thing but I, yeah. The only thing I had was like, so in the summer, like I said, I would go to that swim club and I had, uh -huh. you know, friends from all over. And, but you're wearing like shorts or a bathing suit and a t-shirt. Like yeah. that's not actually like the, like truly summer, there's no fashion. Like there's like, it's like no. the, the dressing up is like, you're still wearing shorts, but you have a, you have a, like a, a polo shirt on, yes. you know? So 100%. I missed out on any winter, which is like actually where you wear nice clothes. Yeah. Sweaters like, you know, like what are those, the big sweaters that are uh, the polo spreaders, uh, uh, sweaters with the bear. Yeah, I have the, I still rock those. Yeah, those See, I those, still have those. Are those. Great. I, I, I'm, there's something about me that polo like stuck into my jeans. Like there was, uh, nice, there's a nice. song. It's like, fuck Hill. It's something like I rock polo, fuck Hill figure or something yeah. like that. I forget what the words were exactly that I heard. And I go, great. That's my personality. <laughs> I, I'm a polo guy. I don't like Tommy Hill figure. That's I love that stuff too. Like I, I really did like polo and Nautica and like the way it looked and Hill figure. Mm -hmm. I still, actually, I was at a restaurant the other day. Like we, we, it was outside and it was safe and it was in a little pod. So I saw, I saw your post. It was very safe. It looked safe. What was it? I put a post. Yeah, you did a post uh, of you and Lisa eating oh. dinner outside. I don't remember. Casey, but, I'm, um, cover I'm covering your ass, bro. I, I don't even making remember it up. Post. Okay, <laughs> I'm just covering your ass here. Never tell. mind, I, I didn't like, see wait, it. What? I didn't yeah. see it here. <laughs> I was like, did the nurses, did my mom's nurses send you a photo? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're all talking. I, I went to Cigar and Bagels and everybody's talking. <laughs> no, people in Staten Island were like, we should eat indoors. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But the but um the guy who was like the 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 host at, at the place was wearing like a classic nautica reversible like one of those like thicker windbreakers though uh -huh. you know it's like basically and i was like i love that and he's like i've i've been buying a bunch of old nautica like on ebay wow. and i'm like wow that's that's going to come back again all that stuff is i'm so excited that all this stuff when i was like a like a kid is going to come back like carl kanai is going to come back <laughs> Because yes. it's a lot of the stuff like Anichi, like or NYC, a uh -huh. lot of it, like they didn't make that much. So anytime there's something like that, it's more valuable because it's it's lo like lower quality, I mean, yes. uh, lower quantity. Yes. So then it's going to be like super expensive, like uh, LRG or something like that and stuff. Yeah. Like brands like that. Yeah. Wow. That's I threw so much. My mom threw everything out. Yeah, I didn't have a lot, but I actually have some poll. I have this one. It was. Nautica sport, which is so yeah. funny that Nautica was like, well, there's polo sport. So let's do Nautica sport. <laughs> yeah. They were the Burger King of, they were the Burger King model to polo. And it had a blue collar, uh -huh. but it was all black, but with a royal blue collar. And on the okay. side, it said Nautica sport on the whole arm. It said Nautica sport. Uh, like and it a had, press I think on. like an 86 here. Mm -hmm. And it was my favorite shirt. And I like every single time this like one girl in my class would like have a party at her house. I would wear it because I thought it looked so cool. And then like the fourth time she was like, you know, you wear that shirt every time you come. <laughs> and I was like, never wore it again. It's, of course. it's still in my closet. Cause I'm like, there's probably another house I could wear it to. You know what? I heard she's going to have a reunion party and you have to pull it out for that one last party at her house. 
That's so funny. I mean, the drama of school. I'm going to tell you guys something. So I had um, one of um, one of my uh, testicles detached and started moving up my body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have taken a turn on this pod. We're so- doing <laughs> So I needed it to be taken out of like my, like my, like abdomen and not my, like, like, you know, below my stomach and put back and attached like a testicle torsion. But at the time I was like, that's so complicated to handle as a kid and also tell other kids in school, seventh grade. Yeah, that's hard. Oh, that's so worse. That's I was, for that. I was like, I just, the, my mom, I was like, told my parents basically, I was like, I can't tell kids this. And yeah. they, were like, they were like, just say you had a hernia. Which yeah. I eventually got, like when I was thirty. So it was funny. <laughs> it was a prophecy. Um, but this happened. So I and I remember, like, uh, like two days before the surgery, I like went to a party and I got like hit in my abdomen and like hit. Oh, and it was like it felt really weird. And then I remember, like, I got a lot of attention for it because I was like, oh, and they were like, he has surgery soon. And like, they were like, like, like whoever, like whatever kid it was, it was like, Victor, you hit him, he has surgery. And I was like, I love this attention. <laughs> I love, you know what I mean? I was like really milking the thing. Of course. And I, like, meanwhile, sat the, I sat in a corner for like an hour so that like, you know, everyone would be like, are you okay? And I was per- perfectly fine, perfectly yes. fine, but I loved it. Wow, yeah, those parties were weird. Like those those basement parties at like the rich kids' house. That's what know? it was. It's exactly what it was. Uh, and they they would buy all the snacks. I remember we would do like Twizzler fights and shit like that in the basement. And until it just turned out to like what two people are gonna kiss, and then everyone will just freak out and no one else will kiss. It was so great though. It was when they would kiss. Oh, I loved <laughs> watching. I don't think people remember the joy of seeing your friends kiss a person. I remember it feeling like this is crazy. Yes. <laughs> it was like, it was like, how are they going to talk ever again? I know. I remember once two people kissed and I was freaking out about it during a test because they were in the same room. I'm like, how are they focusing on the test? Because I'm thinking about them kissing. I know. Yeah. I remember it being like Victor and Christina went with each other. And then it yes. was like, and but Victor said he might not want to do it again. Like, they're breaking up so much. It was like so, so heavy. I would I would ask girls to wear my chain or my watch. Wow. That's that was like old school, like wear my pin. Yes. And, the, and they would. And I remember one time this girl broke up with me and she threw the chain across the lunchroom. Oh, beautiful. The, the fuck? Fuck that. I got that from confirmation and had a Jesus on it. You know what I mean? That I was know. my confirmation chain. She threw across the lunchroom because she didn't want to, you know, keep dating me. That was rude. There's a funny thing that I've been meaning to ask my dad because there was a, I, I, the, like a high school girlfriend I had for a long time. I gave her my ring, my Farrell ring. Okay. That I got my senior year and I never got it back. And then a couple of years ago, I was like at my parents' house. And I remember my dad being like, you got to get that ring back. It's like your high school ring. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I looked and like, it, like I, was at a, I was at my parents' house and I looked in a drawer and it was there. And I was like, what? So my dad probably like went to this girl's house and was like, probably talked to her dad to be like, oh, I need the ring back. And I'm like mortified <laughs> to find out if that's the case. But I, because I know 100% that's the case. Oh, God. That's so fu- it was probably very polite and very like oh 100% and I bet you like her dad was like yeah yeah I'll take care of it like I understand but like I, I don't want to know that that's the answer that's what happened oh 
that's what happened. Like I once saw, showing up. Oh. No, I one time had to do that for my sister, but I did it in a much more she, <laughs> like some dude had her yearbook or something. And she told me, she goes, she goes, this guy, Jeremy, he's having a house party and he still has my yearbook. Can you and your friends go by? And I remember walking through with me and my boys. I know that you always make fun of me when I say my boys. <laughs> Casey, you can't get over that term, my boys. <laughs> well, I think it's funny that, wait, no, you use it like currently, like you're 31 and you're like me and my boys. Yeah, That's what I love. It's If you're talking in the past tense, it's fine. Like me and my boys went and you're like, yep, you still had boys then. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I don't have boys. I have people that, that I'll chit chat and maybe enjoy an IPA with. I don't have boys anymore. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll be like, you'll be like, I went to the post office and I talked to my boys and you're like, no, they just work there. They're men, they're, there's some men that work there that you're calling your boys. This, this is 100% what I do. Um, so me and my boys roll through the party. And I remember going up to the kid being like, yo, bro, you got my sister's yearbook. And he goes, yeah, give me a second. And he goes, it's in my room. I go, I'll follow you. And me and all of him, me and all my boys followed him to his childhood bedroom. He, he gave me the yearbook. I go, never fuck with my sister again. And I walked out and I felt so tough. So maybe your dad pulled that shit at, at her house too. Oh yeah, definitely. My dad definitely did that. Probably the guy was having a party at his house. He rolled up <laughs> with his boys, Mitch and Steve <laughs> rolled up. Wow. Okay, one final. Uh, we were going to talk about music, Casey, but I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm way more passionate about Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. I'm so. I, no one else. Who else am I going to talk to about this? I love anyone, this. Anyone else that I I would could talk to about Staten Island with? Uh, we couldn't release the podcast because there are people that don't know how to control their behavior. You know, <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would just be like. It would just be. <laughs> you get in a lot of trouble, like incriminating. Yes, a hundred percent. And I feel so blessed that I'm not. Of friends with them anymore god bless uh but i one can't last i can't get over the white tongue like the like the white line on the tongue <laughs> i remember that and i haven't thought about it it's it's brilliant thank you for remembering that i can't i, I don't no one else knows that either yeah i never heard it's, that i'm also a little <laughs> younger but i never heard I, it before i can't I, like i can't i'm like i'm on a chat with a bunch of friends and you're gonna talk about it <laughs> i i'm i'm gonna tell them to listen to this and uh -huh. not yeah. spoil it but if they don't which they probably won't. I'm going to tell them. Yes, you have to, because I think that's such a specific uh, Staten Island's thing to have the white line under your tongue and everyone will be checking. <laughs> and I would just stare in the mirror. looking. So it. people would lie and be like, my boy has the white, like they would cover for each other, I guess. And yep. see white oh, lines sure. that don't exist. <laughs> this was the Santa Claus of making out. Yeah. I saw him, bro. I, bro, I saw him. I, I mean, he's, I mean, he's gone yeah. with like four girls. He's not a prude. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a prude. Like, I don't care if the white line's there or not. He's not a prude. If someone was to come to Staten Island, where are you going to send them to eat? Oh, great question. So I've done this, like, you know, multiple times. There's sometimes yeah. people are like, what's the best pizza? Like, they specifically want that. Okay. And my ranking is Danino's is number okay. one. Okay. And then, then I go Lee's Tavern or Joe and Pat's. Oh, yeah. Joe and Pat's got to be up there. Yeah. I, I sometimes like Joe and Pat's more than Lee's because Lee's, you have to eat an entire pie to like enjoy it. We don't have time for that all the time. Yeah, it's because it's like a kind of a small cracker crust. It's great. It's incredible, but mm -hmm. it's like a bar pie. Yeah. Danino's is fantastic. I could talk about Danino's. They, semolina flour. It's like they, they, they use a good amount of oil. So it's almost like the bottom is like fried, like almost like fried dough. 
but so it good. still can bend like you want a pizza to, especially just like their plain slice, but all that's, everything, their garbage pie is good. The, that's the judge. The, the, for me, it's always house the plane. Agreed. Agreed. Anyone else is like, you got to go there and get the buffalo chicken. I go, that's not fucking, that's not a pizza slice. I know. I, especially a buffalo chicken. I like, I like there's weird specialty ones. There's the MOR at the Nino's, which is, which What's is that? um, meatball, onion, and ricotta. Oof. I love that. Really good. I really like a white pie. Me too. I love, I love regats. I love a white pie. I, when I was a kid, we would get a white pie and we would take my grandmother's meatballs and we would cut them up and put them on the pizza. Wow. White pie with meatballs is nice. It, or we do white, white pie, broccoli, rob. Yes. Yeah. I, having a little green, like a broccoli or spinach or something, was, a white pie. Is if you were on a diet, you added Yeah, it's really up. healthy. Crazy. Yeah. It's so healthy. It's crazy. <laughs> exactly. You add, if you're health, on a diet, you just you eat pizza spinach. and then yeah, yeah, add exactly. vegetables on top yeah. of it. <laughs> but growing up, we had a place down the block called uh, the Roadhouse. And they had a really I know great- the Roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, it's still there. But they, they it switched like ownership or recipe. And the pizza, in my opinion, wasn't as good. But they had, the thing that they did better than their pizza was they had an eggplant parmesan and a chicken parmesan sandwich Oof. that was huge yeah those were Eggpl so good eggplant parms are real good judge if if the place is good yeah chicken parm i feel like everyone could do okay but like only great places could do an eggplant parm nice i agree yeah. you know what know what was a big stand i don't think you don't see anymore uh mozzarella carosa which was like yeah a, like a big thing of mozzarella that was like covered in breading and fried yes they don't oh. that was on every menu yeah. that was what like calamari was or or mm -hmm. you know yeah, like yeah. You know what now is brussels sprouts like as an app yeah. it was always like <laughs> brussels where have we gone as a society now it's brussels sprouts instead of just fried cheese yeah it was <laughs> like fancy mozzarella sticks yeah it, that's what it was it was a, it was like a homemade mozzarella stick nailed it oh but yeah that was so so now other big italian restaurants though like i really like I, I uh, it's actually closed, but Trattoria Romana was my number one. That's closed. They just closed, so they oh. there's talks that it might reopen. But yeah. it, it's so funny. I grew up like going to that place, loving that place. It's uh -huh. like really like Romanian Italian food. Mm -hmm. and it was really good. And then we went as they were they were going to close the last month. We got like outdoor dining there. It was really great. Um, Lisa, my, you know, my wife was like, uh -huh. I'm going to go to the bathroom. She goes inside every single table's packed oh. <laughs> like wall to wall she's like it's like all like older people like the entire place is packed and she's of like of course felt even weird going using the restroom and then she told me i was like what <laughs> I was like that's i guess they're just going out a bit like they're like closing up and they were like whatever and a lot of people instead of didn't care fuck and it, it. Was, yeah. this was like peak this was like july or something it was like yeah 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 crazy wow but i i don't know yeah i guess it's it's just you know to each to each his own and then at Ralph's, what's what flavor do you get? Okay, so if we're going, are you going water ice or are you going? I'm cream? I'm going water water ice. Okay, well, cherry, cherry, interesting. Really like cherry. Don't I don't mind a, what's the three color one? The rainbow. Rainbow. I like yeah. a rainbow. I like a rainbow. But cherry to me was the one that I I, I craved the most. If we're going cream ice, a mm. vanilla chip. Vanilla chip. That's the, the, yeah, that's, that's the right answer there. I, I was a lemon boy or vanilla chip. Vanilla chip was, I closed my eyes. I could taste it. It's that's my favorite. I mean, I, you know, and I, I loved a pistachio. I loved a spumoni because mm -hmm. of the pistachio. Of yeah, 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 yeah. But 
yeah, but vanilla chip is is the one. The only other ice cream I like more than that is mint chip, which is just the same thing, but with yep. mint ice cream instead of vanilla. But vanilla I chip. Sh- yeah, I like vanilla. My my high school girlfriend worked at Ralph, so that's how you know she was cool. You know, that's how you know. I don't mean I hate to flex, but me and my boys would roll through, and she'd be working at Ralph's. I look so cool. I put a forty in my leg. I tuck my jeans into my Tim's, and to put a forty <laughs> in my leg and waddle up and order fucking lemon ice from from the girl that gave me a hand job two weeks ago. Oh my. God, the I mean, I, I can't believe how many 40s I've had in my life. And it's because of Staten Island. I remember <laughs> yes. like I went to I went to Ryder University in Jersey. Uh-huh. And like I, oh, I feel awesome. like I single-handedly like brought 40s to the mainstream of Ryder. Everyone was like, these are genius. You have so yeah. much beer. It's just in one thing. It's a little warm at the end, but otherwise it's great. Well, that's why you drank them fast. There were kids that I so when I in college, I worked at a different swim club and I did grounds crew, like cutting grass and stuff like that. And like picking uh-huh. up garbages at the swim club. And there was, I was in charge because I had done that at Snug Harbor beforehand. And they trust me to like be in charge. And I was in charge of a bunch of Peter's kids and they were younger than me. So they did what I said, but if we were the same age, they would abuse me, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was like yeah, such yeah, a herb yeah. compared to them. <laughs> and they- Such a herb. <laughs> I was a college kid that drank constantly, probably like yeah. unchaperoned and they could drink me under the table. They would start wow. with a 40 and then do a six pack. And, and that's like, if they were just like, like, that's like an easy night hanging out. We would usually do two forty. Like sometimes they would do two forties in a six pack and they'd be wow. like, they'd be like, bro, you, you, why'd you, why are you dipping into my six? You know, yeah. they were like yeah. so <laughs> obsessed with like how much they had and like, don't take mine. So cheap. Everyone was so cheap with Love the beer. It. And that's why the 40s were good because I bought two 40s. Yes. And if you're really cool, you got oldie. Now, of course. I mean, if you're actually, re- I, 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 I kind of remember everyone got oldie. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was also Steel Reserve. That was Steel the one Reserve, that I think yeah. was like nice. That, well, that, that was even more alcohol than OE. Yes. Cold 45, you're trying too hard, in opinion. Yeah, I think it's like the, the cliche. Yes, it's Old, the cliche. I remember someone was like, the first time, someone was like, go and get oldie. I had, my, I had a fake ID. It wasn't my brother's uh-huh. because I, I think it was before he was even 21, which is funny. Yeah. Um, so I had this weird one with a guy who had a hat on it. Don't remember his name. <laughs> Probably remember his birthday. And it would always work. I don't know why it would always work. And this is me, you know, Jenko's in an Arrow Pastel t-shirt. Probably thought I was a college kid or something. Seven t-shirts he's wearing to the store. Yeah. I remember a kid being like, get me an oldie. And I spent like 15 minutes and couldn't find oldie. And then I went back out and he was like, old English. I'm like, old English. Oh, "Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, no. That's embarrassing moment. Yeah. Wow. Casey, this was, I honestly... I couldn't have done this with anyone else. Delightful. I mean, I had to pee for like 45 minutes, but I was having too much fun. Please, Casey, th- thank you so much for doing this. This was so beautiful. Uh, beautiful. This was this is our Staten Island episode. This is phenomenal. Love Casey, it. is there anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> no, I love this. <laughs> go, to, go to Marie's yeah. Gourmet on Staten Island. I used to work there. I know the owner, Mario, and I love him. Yes, I love this. I love that. Robbie? Nothing. Just keep listening to the podcast. Keep That's listening it. to the podcast. Rate, review, five stars. We love all our hotties out there. Robbie, hit the fucking music.